Well, good evening. Welcome to DidYouHearThat.com. My name is Jeff Hare. Glad you're with me on a Sunday night story night. I got one for you tonight you might like. Anyway, I told you on this uh, uh, on this uh, space some time ago that I was not a very good bowler. I used to bowl, and I was just terrible. I was the worst bowler on the worst team in the worst league in town. Did that for years and never really got any better, and I didn't care. People didn't like I bowl. Hey, fine, I don't need to bowl. But I, I went out and enjoyed and had a good time, and, uh, you know, like I said, for years I, I bowled. Now, one thing about being a bad bowler is you're always asked to go to tournaments. And the reason you're asked to go to tournaments is because bowling is scored on a handicap, which means that they take your worst bowler and they make him competitive. They give you X amount of points or pins so that your worst bowler can bowl with some of your better bowlers. Because I was so bad, I was always given a high handicap. And uh, as a result, we'd go to tournaments. I would be paired up with a great bowler. guy would go out and throw 220 and I'd throw, I don't know, 115 and I would get 100 pins. And we would win tournaments and I would win money and, and uh, never really have anything that I had anything to do with just being a bad bowler, you know, and I always get asked. So one time, this is, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, I get asked uh, to go to a tournament in Des Moines. Well, hey, the whole team was going, the whole league was going and it sounded like fun and hey, no problem, I'll go. Yeah. So, and uh, my buddy Omar was going, my best friend Omar was going and he was going to drive and I'd ride down with him and we'd have a nice time. Now, one thing about Omar and I can say he's my best friend in the world. We've been doing a lot of crazy stuff together over the years and had a lot of fun. But every time he'd go to a bowling tournament, he would take every bowling ball he owned. Nine bowling balls. Now, most guys would take one or two. He would take nine. He'd only use one or two, but he would still take nine. He had this little carrying case uh, that had, you put the three bowling balls on the side and you'd stack them up. So all nine of them would carry. And then he'd pull it like you would a, a suitcase if you're walking down a corridor at O'Hare or something, you know. And that's just what he carried it in. Have his shoes and his other accessories in the bag. And, and his big bag probably paid three, four hundred bucks for the thing. And it was, you know, nice. But I mean, again, why you need nine bowling balls, who knows? But we go off to Des Moines with, my two and his nine bowling balls, and away we go. We get to this tournament. It's middle of the winter time, and it's uh, it's cold, but it's nice. The bowling center is very nice. Uh, tournament's all very well organized, and we're, we're bowling, having a good time. And uh, after the first day, we're doing pretty well. He so we thought. One thing about a lot of tournaments that they'll do, and uh, at least in my experience, what they'll do is, is that when you're done the first day, you'll just lock up your equipment in the storeroom. That way you're not dragging it out into restaurants and the bars and everything as you want to go out that night, uh, like what you'll do. Uh, and you they just let you lock them in the bowling center. I think that's their way of getting people out of there, you know, so people aren't dragging around. They don't want to carry their stuff out and they just leave it. So, uh, but that's the only thing. I mean, I don't think it's really any other purpose other than, in fact, just convenience sake. So we get done bowling on the first night, Saturday, and we leave our, our bowling equipment in uh, at the storeroom and we go to leave well, we have dinner plans with friends and uh, part of our group and uh, we're all set to go problem is is that at that time of night everyone's leaving the bowling center and you couldn't get out the exit because of the way traffic was set up and whatnot it was a big line to try to get out so omar and i are sitting there for a while and he says you know i think there's an exit around back so we turn around and go to the back of the building and lo and behold there's an exit hey smart thinking that's why you're driving we turn off the exit, and right away we get held up at a traffic light. Well, that's not the end of the world, at least we're on the road. And as I'm sitting at the traffic light, I look out the window, and I see some bowling balls lined up there, just all stacked up there, kind of in a pile. Hey, Omar, look at those bowling balls. And Omar, yeah, yeah, look at that. Huh, somebody must be in trouble. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, they must drop their bowling balls off there type thing. 
And light turns green, and we're driving. I said, you know, Omar, I think I want you to go back over there. There's something that just looked real strange. He goes, what's that? I said, I don't know. Just go back over there. So we turn around and go back over, get caught that light again. And I said, I want you to look over there. I see two red bowling balls. You have two red bowling balls. I see a yellow ball. You have a yellow ball. I see a blue ball with a Dallas Cowboy star on it, like you have. And I also see a clear ball that you have. Omar said, I think those are my bowling balls. So he stopped the truck, and lo and behold, they were all nine of his bowling balls right there. He had his shoes. He had his elbow guard he wore. He wore some kind of elbow guard. I'm not sure why. He had a, a bowling glove, fancy glove he had. That, that stuff was all intact. That's where the bowling balls. The bag, the suitcase you rolled down the corridor at O'Hare. Well, that was long gone. Never saw that again. $400 just out the window. Uh, so we picked them all up and... You know, I think we ended up taking him back to the hotel and dropped him off there. He didn't want to leave him at the at the at the bowling alley, which I wouldn't either. I I, I don't blame you. Uh, and of course, hey, that was you know he was kind of upset about it, which I think I, I would have been too if I'd have paid five hundred dollars for it, uh, bowling bag. Anyway, as time went on, there was a lesson to be learned. As I told him once, I said, you know. Why would you take nine bowling balls to a tournament? Just go out and buy a cheap bag and take one or two. Oh, no, I got to have all nine. So to this day, he still takes all nine bowling balls to tournaments. He only uses one or two. He doesn't leave them at the bowling center like he used to do. Uh, <laughs> that's long gone. But uh, still has them all. Uh, as far as the tournament itself, I think I end up winning money again. I think I, they put me up with a good bowler, and we had pretty decent scores, and I end up winning. I don't know. can't remember what it was. It wasn't too much. But uh, poor old Omar just – Bowling bag just long disappeared. And as I told him repeatedly, and we've talked about this incident many, many times over the years, so you're lucky you got everything else back. You didn't have to replace nine bowling balls and, and shoes and everything else. At least you got everything else back. And small solace, I think. But anyway, thanks for listening. This is Jeff Hare. Did you hear that? Hey, don't forget, podcasts are everywhere now. I'm on uh, Amazon, Apple, uh, Google. I found it on Google the other day. I, I was surprised. Uh, iHeartRadio we're on. So uh, thank you for your support. Keep it up and uh, we'll keep doing them and have a good evening. Have a good week. We'll talk soon. Bye.